0: Dr. Mark Sheldon now joins us uh, with a few mask tips. Dr. Sheldon, good morning. What are we doing wrong wearing the masks, first of all? I think that's the best question to start.
1: Well, thank you very much, Greg. Well, you know, what I, the biggest problem I see as I go around town and in, in the buildings and of uh, different uh, uh, stores and things is that people not wearing masks. I, that's the, the biggest problem right now. Uh, with respect to masks themselves, um, cloth masks are uh, fairly effective, quite honestly. And people ask often, you know, what do I? how do I treat them? You know, uh, the truth is you can just take a cloth mask and wash it with your dirty clothes in the washing machine. Soap and water kills this virus very well. You know, like on your hands, soap and water is just as good as the, the alcohol-based solutions. It's just sometimes not as convenient.
0: Yeah. What about the paper masks? I I I asked because I went out and bought. Uh, you know, they've been pretty much like a buck a piece, and I like them because they're very comfortable compared to the cloth ones. You know, if I have to wear them for a long period of time, I go with the paper. Um, I found some at a place that were like fifty cents a piece, what, and and they look okay. But are, are there are there paper masks out there that don't work?
1: You know, I suspect there are. I think generally speaking, right now those paper masks you're talking about have a couple of really nice features. A lot of them have more than one layer, and we think that that helps. And then many of them uh, have that nose little piece of metal thing. And when you talk about fogging up, the best, for, the best way to help that, if it's a bother with you with glasses, mm-hmm. is to take your thumbs and make a pretty aggressive bend in the middle of the nose piece of that little metal thing. I see a lot of people who haven't made the bend to fit their nose, and they're missing an opportunity to reduce the fogging. Uh, the other thing, you know that it's sometimes good to, to change them out. You know if the earpieces start to bother you, you know wear one with the the tie over the head and rotate them around. But I, I basically we use in surgery a lot of the paper masks we have for many years. Uh, most of them I think are pretty well constructed and they are very inexpensive. Fifty cents doesn't uh, uh, surprise me. If there was before the pandemic we could get those for ten cents a piece. Huh.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I know everybody's at the trough getting their money out of this, you know. Everybody. But yeah, most of them I've seen have been like a buck a piece and I saw 10 for 4.99, so I picked them up and like I said they look, you know, legit. I mean, they look like they've got three layers and stuff and they look like the ones I've been paying a buck for, but uh um I you just, know I just what, want to know.
1: Really though, it's about the layering, right? Doctor? Yeah, right. That layering is important and I like that. You know, the other thing is, you know, you can't really wash them, but what you can do is that if you don't get them soiled, uh, you can if you take four of them and use one a day in a rotation. At, this virus doesn't live on that cotton forever, you know. In fact, it's almost certainly gone within two or three days, just in the in the atmosphere. So uh, uh, you can actually reuse those paper paper ones as long as they don't get overly soiled. Oh, Doctor
2: wow. uh, Mark Shelton joins us, HSHS uh, St. John's Hospital. You got some tips that you're offering up, of course, with uh, you know wearing the mask properly. Love the issue of uh, the little metal piece around the nose. I definitely do that uh, every time I get one of those uh, paper masks. But I also have a uh, a cloth mask that has like filters you can put in and out um just got that so it, it's a i guess a more permanent type of mask but you know i gotta ask when are we going to be done with the masks and are we going to see this type of thing come back up even if we have like a flare-up with with the flu um every season
1: well i i think you're absolutely right i think the answer is absolutely yes um we are not we're going to be continuing to deal with this coronavirus. Until we get effective herd immunity from a vaccine, that's going to be months. Uh, And so, the truth is, I believe we're going to be we're going to be universally masking at HSHS like we have from the get go for months until, like I say, we come off and we don't uh, and we have uh, herd immunity, which is going to be a while.
2: Well, and and that's at the hospitals, though. But what about you know at the grocery store or? You know, other places where the public may enter, schools—we're having a big issue there. Um, Do we foresee this type of um, uh, reaction? uh, These mitigation uh, tactics—are these now uh, the the so-called new normal? That I will say makes some people cringe when they hear that. But uh, is this is this that kind of the 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 mitigation that we're going to see moving forward?
1: Uh, I believe so this coronavirus disease and the attendant deaths that are coming from it, you know, nearly 170,000 in the United States so far, that's added on top of all of the issues that we continue to have, you know, such as cancers and heart disease and things like that. This is a new thing. It doesn't exchange for other risks and issues. And it is, it's going to continue. Unlike, unfortunately, we were hopeful, like influenza, there'd be a seasonality to it where you see the influenza go away during the summer generally the coronavirus you hasn't gone away during the summer and unfortunately uh in the hot weather southern states uh it hasn't uh, been attenuated there so i think unfortunately we're going to be dealing with this for months uh hopefully we'll have a vaccine as a backstop and then we may end up having to have a vaccine every year like with influenza
0: Doctor, are looking at the silver lining? Trying in all of this, you know. Obviously, there are a lot more people that are paying more attention to washing their hands, covering their face, things like that. What is this doing for the other respiratory illnesses? I know we usually see a break in summer anyway, but are we seeing a downturn in other things like you know colds or bronchitis or, or things like that, and other respiratory issues?
1: Well, it's a good question. I think the answer is yeah. They don't have the rigorous data to to show that yet. Other than the fact that you know we haven't seen influenza in our communities for several months. Uh, it was really bad influenza winter uh, uh, last year, uh, and uh, the maps do help uh, reduce the spread of that as well. I was going to ask about that
0: too. Is it possible that COVID nineteen was here earlier? Because I know of so many people that were that were as sick as they've ever been in their life in December and January, including my old co-host on WNNS. You know, she was out. She never misses any time, and she was out for like four days. Could it be possible that COVID nineteen was in the country earlier than than April or February or March?
1: Yes, I think the the best data that I've seen so far puts the first case in the United States potentially back into December. Now, at the same time, there was a lot of influenza in the community. And uh, a lot of people, I think, probably had just a really bad case of influenza. But uh, it it won't be too long, and we'll be able to do uh, immunoglobulin testing and and test that theory out. Right now, those tests are still being kind of vetted to see how accurate they are but um it won't be long and we'll be able to check your blood and see if you have immunity built up or not
2: i are talking with uh, dr mark shelton from HSHS st john's hospital um, and we're kind of peppering you with all kinds of <laughs> questions but uh let's get back to the masks uh uh, and the various tips, because if we are going to be living with this for the, uh, the foreseeable future, um, we got to understand how to, how to best wear these masks. Uh, sometimes, especially when you have to wear it all the time, it can get irritating to the skin. How can we best ensure that we don't have those problems and uh, get all kinds of breakouts?
1: That's a problem. Uh, um, it, it, it's a it's a significant problem. I think maybe kind of one of the possibilities to think about is have more than one mask and rotate them because they tend to hit your skin at different spots. It's kind of like you wear the same pair of hard shoes every day. You get a blister. And, and if you rotate a couple of pairs of shoes, you, you spread the, the pressure points out a little bit. So rotating the shape and size of the mask might help in some people. I think that um, different people' skins react differently to the creams, and so uh, what one cream may help one person and not the next. So specifically, you know, if it, it general purpose uh, thought out dermatology is if you have a dry lesion, you try to wet it. If you have a wet lesion, you try to dry it. Uh, um, and I, I, it's hard to simplify dermatology much more than that. But that's generally what we try to do. And
2: when it comes to uh, glasses, uh, I. I have yet to run into this because I do pop my contacts in whenever um, you know I, I leave the house, but. When I have had glasses on the few times, it definitely fogs up and uh, gets rather annoying. So I would imagine that those who wear glasses all the time and they have to wear masks, they they run into this. Uh, You mentioned the the nose part of some of the paper masks with the little uh, metal uh, kind of flexible thing and really making sure that that's formed around the nose. Um, What about like anti-fogging solution? Where can people find that and can they make it at home?
1: You know, it's a good question. I I, I know some people uh, talk about the anti-fogging stuff. I I think you can just buy it in the store as a spray. Um, Honestly, (laughs) I fog up all the time with my glasses. So uh, uh, I I, I don't think it's a a big panacea. Um, uh, But the fogging is an issue. Uh, You can't – it's generally worse, you know, if you're breathing rapidly, of course, Uh, But um, I, I think it's one of those things that there's no perfect solution to, quite honestly.
0: Dr. Sheldon, listen, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and I hope we can have you on again soon. Sure. Thank you, guys.